Welcome to a God Shift podcast, where we move you from disruption and delay into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. I'm your host, Shana Rattler, and I'm a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. Join myself and other leaders who unapologetically share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. You will learn how to bounce back from setbacks, disappointments, and uncertainty, and unlock the door to confidence move into your next chapter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A God Shift. I'm your host, Shana Rattler, and I appreciate you being here today. But before we get started, I have a favor to ask of you. Wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast, I want you to take a screenshot. And with that screenshot, I want you to post it on your social media, tag us, here at A God Shift. And then I just want to hear your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway from this episode. I ask you to do this because my mission behind everything that I do is that people recognize that whatever it is that they're going through, that there's hope on the other side of that situation. And the more times these episodes are shared, the more we can increase the chances that that is actually going to happen. So I am excited to introduce my guest today. We've been chatting a little bit in the green room, if you will. So I'm going to read her bio. I was reading it before I went to bed last night and I was like, this sounds like a girl after my own heart. So I'm excited to have her on the podcast. So here we go. My guest today is the embodiment of resilience, determination, and faith. Her story is one of transformation, growth, and purpose. She is the founder of Her Promise Circle, which is a faith-based community that empowers women to pursue their God-given potential while providing resources to support their mental, spiritual, and physical health. Her journey to create this incredible community was born out of her own struggles with burnout, mental health, and a desire to create a safe space where women could grow and thrive. That is so, so important. I want to welcome to the show, Mikkel Carlock. Hi, Shana. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here. So I want to set the stage for the conversation. So the name of this podcast, the name of all of my platforms are a God shift. And my definition of a God shift, Mikkel, is the moment a disruption in your life collides with God's purpose and moves you into new dimensions of possibility. And I believe, I don't just believe, I know for a fact at this point, that God is very intentional about the things that he uses to get our attention. And he uses that to get our attention because he wants to invite us into the life that he really has planned for us. I believe that many of us are pursuing the wrong place, whether it's physical, in our relationships, our mindset, Anything that is on the path, anything that we're putting energy into that is not on the path that God has planned for us, I think he's going to do what he has to do to get our attention. So I would love to hear, Mikkel, if you can share a time with us that you've actually had to overcome some level of disruption to get to who you are today. Woo child. I hope y'all ready for this story. Um, uh, um, So I am a PK um, at heart. My grandmother was a pastor and my mother was ready to be ordained and my grandmother passed. And so it left me and my mom in this sort of wildernessy space because Mm -hmm. um, my grandmother had cancer and I trusted that God was going to heal her. So I'm like 16 completely unprepared. No one had died in my family before her. Um, 
anyone, you know, in the immediate family um, that would affect me. (laughs) Um, But I, I wouldn't call it church hurt, but I trusted God to heal her so much. And I felt like I would have spent more time with her had I been prepared. She died pretty quickly. She had ovarian cancer. And I just, when she went, I was like, I watched this woman wake up at 5 a.m. speaking tongues, worship, like she's um, praying over people. She's um, feeding the hungry, you know, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm good on this whole like yeah. I believe in God. Absolutely. Like I've never denied him. But I was like, what's the point? Like, I mind you, this is the mind of a 17 year old. But I was just listen, like, there's 47 year olds that feel the same. Right? Like, I don't know about this God business anymore about it. Like just really me and God's relationship divide started there. So um, over time, I was looking for a savior in all the wrong places. Um, I still needed one, but I, I didn't trust that God could give that to me. Give me the healing, the solace, the love that I was looking for. And so um, sort of my last straw relationship, that's what we're going to refer to it as. Uh, it was a really bad breakup, a really bad breakup. And it was about two and a half, almost three years ago now. And I remember being on my bathroom floor. Okay, girlies, I know I'm not the only one that's had like that moment. Um, (laughs) My bathroom floor, like in despair. Um, I like to call it like my woman with the issue of blood moment. So like she was so like, I'm desperate for your healing. And I feel like that's the moment I lived in right there. And from that moment on, I recommitted my life to him. I was like, you're it. Like, I know it's you and I've been avoiding you for so long. You're it. And so from there, he led me down this path of like, just pruning and and talking and remember this story. Remember that, you know, I was sitting in adult Bible classes, like as a child, you know, so I remember all this stuff. And so from there, he was like, yes, um, you need community. And I'm like, you're right, but I don't have any, all my friends are like me. So (laughs) like, what's up? (laughs) <laughs> and um, I look there, to my left and I look to my right and all I see is me. Yeah, <laughs> I have me. So like, what's up? Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Um, and it's like, how do I stay on this? I moved to Atlanta by myself. I don't have family here. So I'm like, how do I stay on this track pursuing you? And he showed me like, you need people around you. And so from there birthed her promise circle, which was just supposed to be a Bible study. You know, I'm like, maybe I'll just start a little Bible study, invite like a couple girls that I met on this Christian app where, you know, you have the Christian dating apps. They also have Christian friend apps. Found that. Um, and I found a couple girls, you know, um, that were here. And then I had some friends that were interested and we all just like had Bible study every couple. Wow. Yeah. And over time they were like, I was like, okay, I need study guides. Cause I'm completely type A. I don't just have do anything. For um, sure. So I like, had study guides so we can all stay on track guys. Like, you know, and eventually I'm like, I need a place to put all this. And so I put it on my website that I had had at the time. I was a model at the time and acting. And so I put it on that website and then I was like, well, this doesn't really belong here. So then I made a separate website and called it her promise circle. And I remember one day no one came and like, there was a couple times no one came and he was like, don't cancel anymore. I need you to just like record it. And I was like, 
Because right. he had a bigger purpose for it than what you saw. Because you saw it as I'm air quoting for those of you who are not watching the video, just a Bible study. And he knew that he had such a bigger purpose for it that he was like, no, no, no. I don't care if anybody's here. Record it. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I was like, no, that's just me. You know, you think it's just you for a long time. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. So I started recording. I started putting it up. And before I know it, I'm talking about it on TikTok and then like 150 people sign up and I'm like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing? I do that when I look at him. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing here? What's, what are we doing? And so from there, it was just, I had so many downloads that I needed a team. So I now have a team, I have a board of directors, if you will, that do each department because then it turned into wellness because um, I'm a respiratory therapist. I work in critical care. Um, so I went back and got my master's certification in health and wellness coaching. So we offer all that. Now we have Bible study because I believe that wellness for women is not just like mental and physical, like yeah. gym, um, but it's also emotional and spiritual health, which we tend to neglect, especially if you grew up in a church and now you don't want to go anymore. And it encompasses all the healths so that you can be a fully healed woman. You know, what I love about what you're saying is that we we have a tendency to live such siloed lives. And I heard you talk about it in two different aspects. I can so relate to what you were saying when you're like, but I've got this website of what I do professionally, but I know that I'm called to do something for the kingdom. And that doesn't really fit with that umbrella. Like there's not a, there's not like a common thread that links them together. And, you know, even if they hire me for this, they get actress and model Mikkel over here, but Jesus yeah. <laughs> But I haven't really figured out. I was so there when I was, Oh my gosh. you know, when you hired marketplace, Shana, you got Jesus, Shana, because everywhere you go, there you are. Right. Never really discovered until 2018 a way to really not live this siloed life. And for those of you that are listening, this even applies to if you're just in a job. And I don't mean just to diminish it, but if you're not working for yourself, trying to figure out this branding thing, even when you're at work, we can live such siloed lives where we feel like, you know, they hired me to do customer service, but how do I incorporate my faith into that without being offensive and super visible and all the things? And then I heard you say, we need holistic health. Like there's not just one part of the way that God created us. He created us mind, spirit, body. And if we only focus on one part of those pieces of our lives, then we shouldn't expect to get positive results. So it's like, okay, I'm so focused on my mental health, but now I'm out of shape and can't breathe. You know what I mean? Like I'm on this health journey and I'm doing all the things, <laughs> but your mental health is jacked up. You know what I mean? And so I love yeah. that you have created a space where you can give women the opportunity to say, listen, I want to heal all of you. I want you to be able to, because you're never going to be able to pursue your purpose. You're never going to be able to do what it is that God is calling you to do if you're not whole in the entire spectrum of your life. And I'm learning as I go as well. Yeah. <laughs> so you go through this process, right? Like, yes, you're praying for God to heal your grandmother. He doesn't. And so now you're like, eh, 
Lord, I know you're there and I I know you're real, but yeah, I don't know if I'm vibing. Issues. Right? I've got trust issues now. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'm giving you the side eye, right? Like, let's just yeah. be honest. Lord, I'm giving you the side eye. I know yep. you're great and all the things that I've learned. I'm not poo-pooing on everything my grandma taught me, but I'm giving exactly. you the side eye, right? <laughs> yes. And so, you know, he call, you move to Atlanta. He calls you to create this Bible study, which becomes an entire company, right? <laughs> so what did you learn during all that? Oh, okay. Um, personally, or would you say like- per- In general. I feel like my biggest takeaway, and I feel like it's just rounding home now, um, now that I kind of see a little more as to what he was trying to show me, is that humility and vulnerability were things that I was severely lacking. Because like I just told you, I'm a type A woman. (laughs) I suffer from perfectionism, people pleasing, all the P's. You know, um, (laughs) and for a long time, like, that's just, that's who I am. Like, that's my personality. And in, in how you said earlier, how we have to figure out where we fit or where God fits or is this side or whatever, it's, it's like, I had to relearn me Mm. because he reveals you as you, you know, stay in him, abide in him. And I had to let him redefine a lot of things that I thought were because the world taught me that's what they were. And so the key um, to getting closer to him and to seeing more of me was actually unpacking and being able to be humble and vulnerable. And when I say I needed humbled child, like pride overcompensates for insecurity. And I had plenty of that. And so where the pride was, I had to be like, okay, I'm wrong. All right. I'm wrong. What is it really? like? And it takes a lot to humble yourself. It takes a lot because this is how I've been for the past 10 years. This is how I've shaped my relationships for the past 10 years. This is how I've went to work for the past 10 years. And so when God is like that, yeah, that's not you. Like you made that outside of me to let him deconstruct and reconstruct is the hardest part, but it's so worth it because I realized that even in like waiting for marriage, when God redefines intimacy and vulnerability, not only am I getting closer to him in this season intimately, but he's also preparing me for what I'm praying for, right? At the same time, like he interconnects everything together. And I I think that's the most beautiful thing um, about this process. So I believe that disruption, if we do the right things or avoid the wrong things, can actually become a tool that makes our life better. So with all the women that you've worked with, what have you recognized, Mikkel, are some of the most common barriers that actually prevent us from being able? Because I said in the beginning, God is very intentional and specific about the disruption that he chooses for your life because he knows that's what it's going to take to get your attention. Yeah. He has a desire for it to be a tool that moves you forward and not something that keeps you stuck. And so what have you identified are some of the common barriers that actually prevent us from using this disruption as a tool to move us forward and ends up actually keeping us stuck. Yeah. um, I would say fear. 
Um, because fear is actually rooted in a lot of the things that the women struggle with. So I, when I do my Bible studies, I bring in like psychology, psychology stuff and things I learn in therapy because it makes it more understandable and practical. So it's like, yeah, it's nice to learn the story of Jonah and the well, but like, oh, he dealt with anger. Oh, and God asked him twice. Why are you angry? Cause he's patient and he's there and he's aware of your feelings and how you're feeling. Right. And he cares. And, and so I break down the stuff so that we can apply it in our daily lives because, how many times have we had friends be like, what's wrong? And you're like, I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's fine. Everything's on fire, but you're like, I'm fine. I'm good. And so fear of looking weak as women is something we all suffer from fear of vulnerability in general. Like I had them all read Brene Brown's power of vulnerability because it like literally helped me so much. And I'm going to read it again. I need to, um, but fear of vulnerability fear of appearing a certain way in front of other people, even if that's really who you are, fear of like being uncomfortable, um, even taking a leap to be someone that the person that God wants you to be, um, fear in general holds a lot of us back and keeps us stagnant. And to face that we have, I've, I always say like, we're not confident in ourselves. We're confident in the God that we serve and what he's placed in us. So if you would take that weight, we have, we have taken the weight. We have taken the weight of how we perform. That's why we're trying to be high achievers because that's where we put our worth at. That's where my worth was for a long time is like how much money you're making. Are you moving up? Are you doing this? Are you just, oh yeah. Like I built a house. I'm by myself, independent woman. Great. And all that. But that can't be where your worth and value comes from. Right. And as women, we place our value in, in the wrong things. And so out of fear of losing people's aspects of us, we stay stagnant or in a place yeah. where we're not moving closer to God at the end of the day. I actually and, like have a vision as you're describing yeah. like a mountain, because I feel like we have these measurements of success that we're striving to achieve, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with the things in and of itself. But as you're trying to climb this mountain of success so that you can get to the peak, what it's really doing is creating a barrier between you and what it is that you really desire. So you think you're doing all the things to achieve all the things. And what it's really doing is actually becoming, it's, it's, coming between where it is that you're really, really designed to be, you know, you can lose sight of your worth. Um, I love that you talked about this whole strong thing. Like as women were taught to be strong, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because I consider myself to be a strong woman. But if you're not equipped with the tools to be balanced and to be in harmony, your strength is going to prevent you from calling on people when you need help. Your strength is going to really just become a mask for everything that it is that you're really experiencing. Because guess what? When you're a strong woman, there's no space for being visibly vulnerable. Come on. That's it. And so I, I love what you're saying is like, 
as a woman, go do all the things. I believe that you can have all, I believe you can do it all and have it all. Maybe not at the exact same time, but I do believe that you can have it all. I believe that you can be it all. I mean, we're daughters of the king, right? Yes, like I, exactly. Like, I'm so tired of seeing people walk around with daughters of the team king t-shirt on. Oh and again, anything God has asked them to do, they don't have anything he promised us that we can have. Like, what kind of king do you serve? Where is this king? His daughter? <laughs> right? Um, so I love that you're shedding light on this, that yes, have all the things, be all the things, but in in an effort to achieve those things, make sure that you are in harmony. And I say in harmony on purpose, because I don't believe in balance. I believe (laughs) that balance means that everything in your life is going to have equal attention. You that's, that's like a machine. I, I don't know an individual that can give equal attention to every single aspect of their life, but I do believe that you can give the appropriate amount of attention that is required for this season or for this moment in order to be able to blend it together and be able to find harmony. Yes, absolutely. Well, so said. Gonna, good. yeah, we're going to pause and take a quick break. And when we come back, Mikkel, we're going to give some advice as to how people can begin to put all these things together in their life, because they might be thinking this sounds great, but how in the heck do I do that? We'll be right back. <laughs> episode is brought to you by the free guide when god says shift inside you'll discover the four shifts required to reveal god's plan to ditch disruption or delay and get his blessings faster head to godsaysshift.com to access it now all right all right all right quick commercial break So we're back. I want us to shift to giving some tips because you talked about it. You were like, you know, I'm going to church. I'm hearing all the things. All these things are great. I'm happy. That was great. That was emotional. Everything rhymed and started with a P. But then when I get home and life happens or hell bust the gates of my life wide open on Wednesday, what do I do? And so on my platforms, Mikkel, I'm real big on, I love stories and I love concepts, but I really want people to have information that can become transformation. And I believe that the only way that we can do that is if we give them something tangible that they can do right now. So if someone is listening to this and they're like, well, I want holistic health. I want, you know, all the things. um, And I don't want to destroy myself in the process. Like I've gone through my own forms of disruption and I want to use it as a tool you know, that God intended, what would be your best tip that you could give someone that is struggling to shift their life in a positive direction? Take accountability. Mm. Face Tell yourself. Us more. Um, <laughs> obviously the relationship I was in that ended in complete disaster didn't happen by accident. And it would have been easy for me to blame him for making me feel this way, hurting me. Um, you know, but this is a common trend of man that I tend to choose the emotionally unavailable man for the emotionally unavailable woman. Right. But I would never have considered myself emotionally unavailable then. Um, I would have considered myself the one who's always giving, giving, giving. And then later in therapy, you learn, oh, that's codependency. You're trying to give. So someone stays. So you have that validation. Um, and I'm like, oh, uh, so I've never been in love. Great. Um, so it's like, once you start to, again, be humble enough and vulnerable enough to unpack this stuff, not only with God, but Mm -hmm. with yourself, 
you have to face yourself. And a lot of us are full of shame and guilt as women from the choices and decisions we've made. And so we don't want to take accountability for it. We want to say we're here because of him. We're here because of my mom did this and my dad. Okay. Yes. That happened to you. And that's part of your story. But after a while, you need to take back control and get your life to the place God sees for it. And, um, taking accountability has been probably one of the biggest life-changing things for me. Yeah. Because if not, it's so easy to blame everybody else. So easy. (laughs) It's what everybody else did wrong. And that's why my life is the way that it is. My mom was no good. My dad was no good. You know, my boyfriend was no good. The dog was no good. My teacher sucked, you know, like it's so easy for us to blame everyone else. And so I love that you're saying like, you need to be introspective enough to identify the trends and the patterns of evidence, because just like success leaves clues, trauma leaves clues as well. <laughs> and so exactly. you may be listening to this and be like, well, I'm not going through anything traumatic. Well, if it's keeping you stuck, <laughs> it's Trust me, you're going through something, you're going through on something. some level or, or another. So look yeah. to yourself. So Mikkel, what would be, um, do you have any final words for the audience before we begin to wrap up? Mm. Um, I say this. You are deserving of the unconditional love, God's definition of love in every area of your life. And to accept that when you haven't always gotten that is hard, but understand that it's meant for us. He chose us, not the other way around, right? And you're deserving of feeling his love in every area of your life. That's health, that's in the area of success, whatever it is, but you're deserving of it. All the things. So how can we All follow things. how can we follow you on social media? So my Instagram is at Mikkel.renee. Um, her promise circle is her promise circle on everything. So Instagram, YouTube. Um, I also have her promise circle podcast. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the things. Um, and then herpromisecircle.com is our website where you can join. We have courses, we have classes, we have an outreach team. You could be a brand ambassador. We do coaching from business to fitness to um clarity coaching, life coaching, um, and faith-based options for all of these. Awesome. Awesome. And so if someone wanted to take things further with you, is that what you would recommend is that they go to that website? Yes. Her promise circle, you'll find everything that you need. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm going to make sure that the links to all of your social media and the website is in the show notes. So folks, all you have to do is click it. Mikkel, thank you so much for being here today and sharing these wonderful gems. Share, share, share this this episode. And even though Her Promise Circle is for women and we've talked a lot about women, every single thing that we shared on this episode is gender neutral, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> Not trying to keep with the theme of the world. <laughs> exactly. This as well. So share, share, share this. Everyone, thank you so much for being here. Go back and listen to old episodes and previous ones and new ones as well. So everyone, thank you so much for being here. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.